What is up, everybody? It's another week and uh, a little news over the weekend. I'm not sure if you heard, but A.D. Mitchell is leaving uh, the University of Georgia to head to Texas. But some other players have decided that Georgia may just be a decent enough school for them to come back and play for for another year. There's some big names and... um, Big bodies returning for the University of Georgia in some those very are bigger of importance uh-oh. as well, Daniel. Are we gonna uh oh. It could be that significant to some this uh this information will be. And then we're gonna talk about the single strangest Heisman trophy odds prognostication that either of us have ever seen in our entire lives today on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Fan, I'm sorry, LinkedIn. Fan LinkedIn. Bulls. We're for LinkedIn. fans by fans, but That's it's LinkedIn. LinkedIn today. More about LinkedIn. them in a moment. There, we got three sure. things. Just there, right there. There they are. There uh, they three are. things to talk about. We have two players coming back who very, very significant on offense and on defense. Mm-hmm. Big, big news. Uh, that we will dive into because it's the area in which Kirby emphasizes the oh, most. No. Hint. Don't it's spoil the, it. It's don't the sp- trenches. Don't spoil it. Uh, and then, yes, the third segment, we'll talk about Heisman odds. And I don't know what's happening over at the Heisman house, but uh, lots of keg stands are probably to do with it. Uh, yeah. And before we go any further, I told her uh, Natalie Britt, Dr. Mom PB on Twitter. Okay. Shout out to you. Shout out. Keep- Keep doing your work. Okay? Keep doing. Some would call it the Lord's work. Some would. Some would. Um, boy, um, Atlanta Journal Constitution. We don't have music for horrible, awful. You should journal. be ashamed of yourself. But if we did, we would be queuing that up right now. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, I don't. I don't understand how a person would give money to an organization to pay to read the garbage that is put out like the article that came out over the weekend. So that's all that we need to say about that. Let me, before we get into um, Cedric Van Pran and I'm sorry, stop giving money to them. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. We'll give money to them. Instead, um, give money to us. Uh, It, before we talk about Cedric Grand Pran and Zion Logue, let me let me say this. Yes. Twitter's a dark place. Ooh, okay. It's, gross. it's a it's a it's a pretty terrible place. But Georgia fans, we've said this before and it still holds true now. When you're on top, people people like to take their shots. People like to come at the king. You understand? This is the this is the way it works. You're playing four square. If you're playing four square and the ball gets hit to you, you're not trying to get that kid out that's in the second square or the third Why? square. You go straight for the king. That's all you care about. All right? He's the head that wears the crown, y'all. And um, people are still, to this moment, 
very upset about how old Stetson Bennett was when he played this college football season, Clint. It's unfair. It's it should be illegal. Yeah. That he was allowed to play against these against yeah. these children, these young children? Look, I think that's isn't that some sort of statutory abuse? Like It could be. Like please, you cannot you cannot punish another team, an 18-19 year old. Oh wait, they're that's that's men. Oh no, they're adults. Oh yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um it's Let's keep fishing for something else. People are People will not uh, just sit back and and allow themselves to believe that Stetson Bennett is better than the people that they cheer for. Like people because don't understand what the word "better" means. I don't because it reinvents their narrative, Daniel. They have to admit tough. a few things, and that's they're wrong, and something else is the truth. They can't just say, "Yeah, he he was good and he won national championships." Georgia fans, don't um. Don't fall into the don't fall into the trap, okay? Don't take the bait. Just sit back and smile. Sip on something and smile. Raise a drink, raise a glass, and um, enjoy the fact that your team is so heavily invested in the minds of other people that they Ooh. feel the need to talk about your former quarterback now almost a month after his last college football game. Uh. Daniel, a non-former quarterback who is back, and this is big, 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 big news on every single front massive. that we've ever talked about. It's massive. It's huge. Two of these guys, their names are massive. You know what we're going to do? We're going to tell you the importance of them after this break, Daniel. Mm, let's do uh, that. But first, I want to let you know about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is mm. a fantastic place to get every single thing that you need for the job that you have. Whatever position you have within your company, LinkedIn is what you need, the tool that you're going to have to get that missing piece right into your company. Small, small business owners are hiring. You know success in this year depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. Ain't they that right? Find, oh, I oh. mean, segment. stay tuned for segment two. Success depends on the team members that you surround yourself with. LinkedIn, it's almost as if they know the content of the episode. They know what's going on. They surely, go it's gonna cost, surely it's going to cost me a lot of money to post this job, Clint. What if I was to tell you that right now you can do it for free, Daniel? Get the right team member oh, to your position. Interesting. The, the culture, the fit, the mm -hmm. tenacity, the mm -hmm. hardworking nature, all those things get filtered out because they have great, great tools that go through all the resumes. Right now, 875 million network. The network has blown up. It's not that 18, it's 875 million people worldwide. Get them based upon your job qualifications all on one platform. Right now, post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's slash, LinkedIn. Yeah, there it is. Sorry. No, this is my bad. I was jumping all over you. I thought you said it wrong. <laughs> Lord knows I didn't want you to say it wrong, Clint. LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. All right. Um, Cedric Van Pran is back oh, for another year, and night. Zion Logue is back for another year. I've got to be honest with you, Clint. Okay. I did not think that there was a prayer that either of these young men were coming back for another year in Athens. Like, none. We were I'm talking none chance. We were waiting just for the official. We thought maybe the edits, maybe the guy doing the graphic didn't get back to him. Maybe he was like lost cell reception. He was camping sure. for a while or something. We were just waiting for it to come back. And then all of a sudden, we get news that both these guys said, 
Hashtag unfinished business yet again. Run it oh. back. Want that three-peat. Oh. And they come back to Georgia. And why this is so, so phenomenal. We talked about on this podcast before. Maybe the transfer portal might be somewhere that defensive line is going to be uh, depth for us. Well, it turns mm-hmm. out Zion Logue is a massive piece of that. And SVP coming back. Van Pran coming back. To anchor, and I mean anchor. I know Mims is all world talented. Sure. I, I get it. The alpha in that room is mm. SVP. Make no mistake about it. And it solidifies, you know, you had Ratledge and Mims on the right side of that offensive line. Now, of course, they could slide Mims over to left tackle. They might sure. they might decide to do that. But he played really well at right tackle um, this year, and I, you know, a lot of people expect that we might see him there. And if that is the case, you have Ratledge who's who slid in, fit in really nicely at right guard, and the right side of that line seems great. But the left side of the line, no matter who it ends up being, and it could be any number of names, we're not going to get in and speculate on this particular episode because there'll be many more episodes in, yeah, in which spring. to do that. But no matter who it's going to be, it's going to be some new, new, some new blood. It's going to be some new names um, because, you know, some guys are gone, obviously. And um, so we'll have new guys sliding in over there. But to bring Van Pran back in the middle, to offer some continuity towards that left side of the line, to offer somebody who's making calls, a common voice to bring, you know, to, to solidify, to really not, no pun intended, center that offensive line is it cannot be overstated what a significant get this is for Kirby Smart and the Georgia offense. I don't think people understand. When you are a talented, athletic young man coming into this, uh, a playbook, especially in Todd Munkin's system, especially with Kirby Smart, these gentlemen, Todd Todd Munkin, Kirby Smart, not easy men to befriend, to be married to, to have close relationships. These are detailed perfectionists, okay? That's right. So if you're telling me SV grumpy comes, men, just grumpy, angry men, very angry, you wouldn't men. even want them near your staff if you were in Tampa Bay. No, no. Why would you ever even consider them? No. They don't give gifts at Christmas. As a matter of fact, I they saw don't Todd celebrate. Munkin. I don't. I can neither confirm nor deny, but I saw a man who looks like Todd Munkin kick over a Salvation Army bucket. That's all I'm gonna say. I can't confirm nor deny. I have no. He clue. celebrates Festivus because he airs so many. He has so many grievances to air. So many grievances. Here's what I do know: these guys are detail-oriented. They are grumpy old men. They are perfectionists, and to learn the system is very hard. Now, if you're coming into that, to that, and and yes, we have guys in the program that have been there. But if you're telling me SVP takes care of all the calls, the protection yeah. calls, yeah, everything like that, and all you gotta do is ball on that left side, it Uh-oh. speeds up development by. A thousand percent. It absolutely does. Half of half of football is knowing what to do, and half of football is having the technique and the talent and the athleticism to be able to do what it is that you know that you're meant right. to do. If you if you're able to have somebody walking right alongside of you, especially in the case of that left guard, whoever slots in that left guard position, right alongside of you, who's going to make sure that you know what is happening on every play because he's going to be calling out protections and he's going to be pointing people out and he's going to be look you know pointing at blitzing linebackers and all sorts of things that piece is covered and now all of a sudden you just focus on your technique you focus Mm. on your athleticism Mm. and you go out there and play ball it makes a world of difference and we're we're going to talk about the quarterback position in the third segment a little bit but 
we're going to have a brand new starting quarterback who has never been, who's not Stetson Bennett, who doesn't change the play at the line of scrimmage with ease, who doesn't diagnose and read the defense um, as if, you know, in his sleep, as if it's nothing, as if it's easy to do. And so not only will Cedric Van Praan be huge for this offensive line and the development of this offensive line, but it cannot be overstated how important Cedric Van Praan's return is for Carson Beck and Brock Vandegrift um, and whoever it is that's under center for the Georgia Bulldogs in the fall. New quarterback and new center is a recipe for disaster. And that's what we thought we were going to have this fall in Athens. But turns out one of those pieces, a significant one, is coming back. I, I said this to you, Clint, on Friday. Uh, but this is the most important offensive player who could have returned to Athens other than Brock Bowers. This is I, this is it. I don't this, disagree with this at all whatsoever. And if you don't understand, one more time, the, the, the anchoring, the complexity of this system, and yes, we have quarterback that we need to figure out. Again, third segment we'll discuss. But receivers, Georgia has rotated receivers, and Daniel did a great job expressing to us the percentage of catches and yards and touchdowns and where production came from. A.D. Mitchell is an, is a great talent. Sure. Great talent. But if you're talking replacing on-field production. Never had a game about. with more than four catches this year. Okay, that's interesting. But SVP was part of a group that Productive. didn't allow <laughs> any pressures. Productive, okay. to say the least. And then you go to the other side of the ball and you see Zion Logue coming in we know what we have in bear alexander we love a guy like warren brinson who i think is really going to emerge next year and i think you saw some flashes of we know what we have in the very talented young edge guys that are on this team marvin jones jr michael williams this defensive front is poised to be great but all of the guys that I just named, Michael Williams certainly did play a lot of snaps this year, but all those guys that I just named are relatively green when it comes to college football. Let me tell you a guy who is not green when it comes to playing college football games. Zion Logue been at Georgia longer than Stetson Bennett's been alive. Okay, Which, it's which a, is like 38 years of this Which point. is 52 and a half years this, this coming January. And so it's... Zion Logue has been at Georgia forever. Yeah. To get a guy like that coming back who decides one more year, I want to run it back. You've said it. You, you said it at the beginning of the segment. Every year of this run Georgia's been on, Georgia's had guys who have said, you know what? I'm not quite finished in Athens yet. You know what? I know all my buddies are going out to the NFL, but you know what? Christopher Smith, Nolan Smith, you know what? I think I'm just going to come right back for another year. Now, see, that's interesting that you would reference those guys who came back and now are looking at first-round draft grades. Oh, yeah. Daniel. Interesting. That's wild. And now SVP and Zion Logue sort of become those guys in the trenches, two very important pieces, two guys who command the respect of their, of their locker rooms, the offensive and the defensive meeting rooms. Um, these, these guys are pivotal for the University of Georgia. I, I maintain that when we look back 25 years from now, that the moment, the press conference where Nick and Sony and um, 
Lorenzo Carter, mm-hmm. and who was the fourth guy? Oh, Davin Bellamy. Davin Bellamy, Lorenzo Carter, Nick Chubb, and Sony Michelle. When they announced in, in 2017 that they were coming back to Athens, that's the most important moment, I think, in Georgia football history. That catapulted the Because trajectory. everything that's happened now, yes, I believe, can be tied back to that moment. And we're still seeing the ripple effect. That's why Nick Chubb is maybe the greatest Georgia Bulldog of all time. We're still seeing the ripple effect of a decision like that now today with SVP and uh, Zion Luke. Huge for Georgia. Uh, this is phenomenal. This gives us great encouragement heading into this. We're going to come back after this and let you know about the odds of an odd Heisman right after this. I see what you did there. See what I did there, Dan? I did. You said odd, but you uh, used it twice. What's that called? Homonym? Homonym. They, look at you. Well, that. Well, no. Homonym is is two separate words in totality that um, sound similar to what's it. What's that called? When there's word Double is the entendre. same. No, that's not it. That's definitely that a, no. no. I think that's that was a, a, from an episode of Seinfeld. I was just going to say that was a Seinfeld rap. <laughs> okay. So um, let's talk about Heisman odds. Oh my God. Some Heisman odds released this week, and Brock Vandegriff of of Vandegriff Industries is sitting <laughs> he, he at imports and exports. He he hasn't done a lot of either, to be honest with you, in his oh no. time in Athens. Oh no, it's just been a desk in a warehouse. But he, he's sitting at thirteen to one right now to win the Heisman Trophy. Just to be clear, okay. That is much, much higher than Carson Beck, the presumed starter next year for Georgia, is. That is the same odds as Quinn Ewers, the starting quarterback at Texas, who is going to have the best receiver in all of college football, Jermaine Burton, I mean A.D. Mitchell, playing for him next year. Oh, no. That is higher odds. That is better odds, Clint, than names like... Sam Hartman, the former Wake Forest quarterback who's now at Notre Dame. Better odds than Cade Klubnick, the Clemson kid. Better odds than Jaden Daniels from LSU. Better odds, you're never going to believe this, Clint. Hold on. You're never going to believe this. Say more. Better odds than the the soon-to-be greatest college quarterback of all time, Joe Milton, who's going to lead the Tennessee Volunteers to the (laughs) promise. Which, by the way, Tennessee fans legitimately think Joe Milton is good. That's the best narrative of the offseason, guys. Don't ever lose sight of the fact that Tennessee fans have convinced themselves that Joe Milton is the answer. <laughs> oh, that's good. What am I supposed to make of this, Clint? Las Vegas typically very smart. Uh, they do enjoy quite a bit of money. They They enjoy having it, making it. Okay. And for them to come out with this, here's what this means. I think first and foremost, they understand the college football landscape. They understand that whatever Brock has in their eyes, which to us, we may say he has athleticism, he has grit, he has toughness, he has arm action. He has what many people still to this day claim a mobile quarterback, which again, I beg you, stop using that term. It's just a quarterback. It's just a quarterback now. Congratulations. That's right. Um, unless, I think, unless you're Patrick Mahomes, and then you can call it an immobile quarterback because my man literally cannot move. 
I don't know what is inside of a mummy once they like try to preserve it, but it's shared now with the right ankle of Patrick. <laughs> the high ankle sprain of Patrick. That's that was tough to watch. He was hopping to hand the ball off, Clint. I can't. It's I can't. tough. I can't. That's tough. Um, here's what this means. It means that things are wacky. We we've seen this before. We've seen the Jamie Newman hype. We saved the JT Daniels hype. What it means, and and this is my biggest takeaway. Forget what everybody else says. The offensive system at UGA gets you noticed everywhere in the world now. That's what it means, Georgia. Now, just for a second, Georgia, okay. let that sink in for a moment. What Todd Munkin and Kirby Smart have built has made two, I'm going to go Carson Beck on this, two unproven quarterbacks. We don't know how they're going to fare in any game right now. It's what, it, what gives us a little consternation still about this next year's group. We think this is going to be one of the most talented teams ever at Georgia. I mean, the bottle is right there, but yeah. the bucket is just off camera. No. It's just right here. We don't leave home without it. No. So if you're telling me that two unproven, unknown commodities have the same odds as J.J. McCarthy, who I'm not saying he's a great quarterback, but he's known. He, he's he's put we we see him Cade Clubney yeah like guys that we've seen that are really expected to break out to do something it means that Georgia is on a different tier where quarterback at Georgia that's what it, that's what this means the person behind center at Georgia has a good shot at winning Heisman that's that's I will take that so now let let's put on the speculative hats for a moment the robes let's fast forward the robes are coming on um it Brock Vandegrift did not transfer yet I think both of us expected him to transfer I thought he was gone I mean I I'll just come out and say it I thought I I expected Brock Vandegrift to transfer yep he still might transfer but here's what I know now. I know that Brock Vandergriff, whether he's right or not, whether he's just optimistic or whether he is, whether there's something to this, Brock Vandergriff believes that he has a chance to win this job in the spring during spring practice from Carson Beck. Everyone and their brother assumes that Carson Beck is going to be the starting quarterback. Let me just, Georgia fans, remind you. Here we go. If the last few years have taught you anything. This is a public service announcement happening right now. You're in the middle of it. It's that you don't know who's going to be the Georgia starting quarterback. And if you got to pick, you'd be dead wrong about who it should be. So listen, just for a moment. Okay. Don't become a one of these quarterbacks apologist. I beg you. If you say, if you utter the phrase, well, if Carson Beck doesn't start, that just means we're pissing the season down here. I beg you. Stop. Don't be that guy again. You've already tried it. It didn't work for you. It, it turned did into not... Stetson disproving you with two national championships and then you got all pissy because he was on a cell phone it didn't work out great the last time I forgot and it's that not thing. gonna work out great this time just let the process play itself out however it's going to but you should be encouraged by the fact that one of the options at quarterback 
didn't already opt out of the process. He's going to stay and compete for this job in the spring. Yes. And after the spring, Georgia fans, one of these quarterbacks will probably transfer. I'm not changing my mind about that. After spring practice, one of these three quarterbacks, I hope not two, but one of these three quarterbacks are probably going to transfer. And again, if you're upset about that, let it, me just remind you of the other quarterbacks who have left. <laughs> JT Daniel. Jamie Newman. Jamie Newman. Okay. Dewan Mathis. Yeah. And Justin Fields, all of whom have the same number of national championships. Same number of natties. Uh-huh. Okay. But we sitting on them too. Okay. Okay. See how that works? Uh-huh. That's math that I like. It's decent. It's decent enough math. Um, it's fascinating. Brock Vandergriff, good on you for staying. Yep. I can't wait to see what this quarterback competition looks like in the spring. Spoiler alert, Kirby's not going to tell you anything. He's not going to tell you who's ahead. We've got a really good group of guys going on here. He's not going to tell you. You're going to be reading every paid article you can about who's taking first team reps. Why? Listen, He, He came out to yoga stretching. It's, But it's fine. We're all going to be very interested about what's happening at quarterback at Georgia in the fall. It's going to make yes. for a really fun offseason, and we will be here every single step of the That's way. Right. We'll also be back tomorrow with um, a little look back at this season. We're going to go position by position and talk to you about uh, who did what and who outperformed and underperformed some of our expectations tomorrow on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. We'll see you all then. See you.